0: Partners in Ministry, a presentation of Josiah White's Quakerdale Foundation, dedicated to growing ministry support networks, introducing people to a cause that connects with their heart, bringing hope and encouragement to our communities as we seek together to serve as Christ served. Welcome to Partners in Ministry.
1: I'm your host, Dan Smith, and today I'll be talking with Lyle Miller. Lyle is a stewardship consultant for Everence Financial. In this interview, we're going to look at charitable gift annuities, what are they, who should consider using them, how I can get started setting one up, and more. Welcome, Lyle, and thank you for joining me. Thank you, Dan. It's good to see you, as always. I'm guessing most of our listeners have probably heard about annuities. However, I don't think many of them know much about a charitable gift annuity. So, let's start by first telling us a little bit, what is annuity? And then how does a charitable
2: gift annuity differ from a standard
1: annuity? Sure.
2: There are a number of different flavors of annuities, but basically, what they are is they are an insurance product that can provide a stream of income uh, to a person, and that can and there's all kinds of uh, flexibility with them in terms of, you know, whether it's for a defined period of time, or um, you know, whether it's until the end of life, etc. Um, you know, whether the interest rate, uh, the payout rate on it is you know constant or variable, etc. But in essence, that that's an annuity product is a a product that provides a stream of income. A charitable gift annuity is uh, similar in many ways, especially in that piece of providing a stream of income, but where it is particularly unique is the charitable component of it. So what happens with a charitable gift annuity is that a person will receive that stream of income um, over the course of their lifetime or the cor- over the course of two lifetimes. In the case, you know, often it's a husband and wife, it doesn't have to be, but you know, they would receive this stream of income over the course of their lifetime. And then at the point that they pass away, Whatever is left in that gift annuity goes on to the charities that they want to want to support, um, and as a result of that end gift, there is also a pretty substantial uh, tax advantage upfront because there's a recognition that there's going to be a charitable contribution to that, and we'll talk about that I think a little bit later. And as far as looking at an example, but then there's also some benefits in terms of the uh, the tax the handling of the taxes on how you receive the income along along the way. But that ability to be able to support an organization that we care about is, um, you know, is advantageous because for many people, you know, they may want to support an organization, but they also need uh, income over the, you know, the the rest of their lifetime. Sure. sure. I know on
1: on annuities that I have set up, I have set up a beneficiary uh, in terms of um, who gets the money after, you know, after I'm gone. So, kind of in a way, you've identified a charity as that. Exactly. But the biggest difference is the the tax benefit
2: as you set it up. Is that my understanding compared to a regular annuity? Correct. Correct. That is. I mean, I would say the the tax advantage of when you set it up, and then also the uh, the the taxation of 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 it as you uh, as you're receiving that income.
1: Great. Um, How can an annuity complement my regular retirement or four hundred one k? Sure.
2: Well, so oftentimes when people are in retirement, um, they you know, will naturally, Uh, maybe move their investments from a, uh, you know, within a 401k, they'll maybe make them a little bit more conservative to recognize that they don't have as long of a lifetime, you know, and and they, they, you know, they want to know that the money is going to be there, right? So they want to be less exposed to the market fluctuations, like the, you know, like the fluctuations that have happened in the first, you know, the first half of, of 2022, for example. Well, one of the things that a charitable gift annuity can do is basically, you know lock in for a portion of their income a guaranteed uh rate of return on that and so in effect it can sort of be the conservative part of your investment stream uh if you will and so that could you know that might allow a person to leave themselves with a little bit more stock exposure for example um and to you know especially if they're early in retirement and want to you know take advantage of the fact that they may have 20 30 years to live and so you know they do want to you know keep some stock exposure and so this can be a great way to um like i said supplement that uh the the income stream with a guaranteed uh return component uh, of it
1: okay. so uh, give me a, some examples of who should consider uh, possibly setting one of these up
2: Yeah, yeah. In a little while, in a little bit, I will show you sort of what the what the current rates are on these. But what you'll see when we get there is that once you get into your 60s and especially even into your 70s, the rates really start to get pretty, pretty significant for folks. So they tend to be something um, that a person might look for in retirement. Um, And like I said, even later in retirement, especially, the the, the rates will go up. There's another um, uh, interesting way that people can think about them as well, and that is that one of the flavors, if you will, of gift annuities is a deferred gift annuity. And so this might be someone who says, hey, that sounds great. I don't need the income stream right now. I'd like to hold off on receiving the income stream of it, but... For various reasons, they might, you know, have a particular tax uh, situation that says, you know, the tax tax advantage of the contribution, you know, would be advantageous for us right now. Or, you know, maybe it's somebody um, who, you know, they're 50 years old and they receive an inheritance. Uh, and so they've got a chunk of money there, and they want to say, "Oh, well, this is something I'd like to use in retirement, but I don't really need the money now because I'm still working. So they might you know plunk that that inheritance into a gift annuity and just sort of know that in retirement that income stream is going to be turned on and uh, and and as a result of waiting, the interest rate is going to go up substantially during during that time period because it's had this amount of time to to grow um you know without uh, um, you know without any income coming off of it.
1: Or, well, as versatile as this tool sounds, it it sounds to me like once again that when it comes to putting a comprehensive plan together for retirement or my giving strategy, my philanthropy as i'm I'm getting to get towards the end of of my years, uh it's just one of those deals. Make sure you ask uh your 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 consultant, my my Lyle. Yeah. Uh, as yeah. I'm putting this together, you know, would what would a charitable gift annuity be one of the things that need to be con- considering? And if so, how, how could it benefit me or how could it fit in the bigger plan? So it's not a replacement of retirement, but it's just one tool when it comes to uh, uh, receiving an income in later years, as well as making a substantial gift to something that you care about, how you can set that up with the tax advantage of of uh, that you don't have in some in some other products.
2: Yeah, and you know one of the ways we often talk about some of these, uh, you know, these different aspects of, of our financial life is sort of being these different buckets, you know, if you will. And so you might think of the income from your Social Security, for example, being one of those buckets. You might think of if you're you know fortunate enough to have a pension, that might be another one of the buckets that you're that you're uh, receiving income from. Uh, gift annuity can be one of those buckets as well. One caveat I will mention when you you mentioned a financial uh, consultant. Um, there's uh, lots of wonderful, wonderful financial consultants out there. The reality is that these are a unique enough uh, instrument that not necessarily all financial consultants will, um, will, will receive, uh, I mean, w- will be familiar with them. And then secondly, um, to, to be uh, maybe just a little bit um, uh, cautious or cynical, I, I might note that um, there's not a there's not an income benefit to the financial consultant for selling one of these right And so while the vast majority of, of financial consultants, you know, are above board and want to help their clients and so forth, there, you you do have to recognize that 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 might be a nudge that might have some financial consultant skeptical about them because, um, you know, it might steer them away from a product that, uh, um, you know, they do receive a a significant commission on.
1: Yeah, I I know that's one of the
2: reasons why uh,
1: many times when I'm talking with donors and supporters of the foundation, as well as other ministries that we work with, that if if charitable giving is one of your priorities as far as putting together that plan, be sure that you're working with somebody like Everence or where uh, it's not exactly. just working with the standard six ways of building a retirement plan, but also you guys add this seven important carrot uh, uh, category of. So when it comes to charitable work or it comes to your philanthropy, what do you want to accomplish there? And then now you're intentionally incorporating that into the plan.
2: Uh, exactly.
1: That, uh, yeah. 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 Exactly. You know, Mm -hmm. Yeah. So is now a good time to be thinking about that kind of stuff? Or when is a good time to be thinking about charitable gift annuities?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in one sense, it's all there's I mean, it, you could almost say it's always a good time to think about it because, you know, again, you know, circumstances change. Right. And, and so there's different times or whatever. A couple of the reasons why I think now could be especially advantageous. I hinted at one of them earlier, just recognizing that the market has been really volatile in the last while. Right. And so one of the great things about these is it's a fixed income. It's you know, you know, you know what that income stream is going to be. You're not going to you know, you're not going to have the risk of, you know, what happens if my 401k, you know, suddenly drops by 20% or over a period of months drops by 20% like it has, you know, relatively recently, right? So in times of volatility, that's a particularly good time. It's also worth noting that these do sort of follow interest rates a little bit. So as interest rates have changed, um, you know, the, the, the payout rates on gift annuities um, have changed as well. Payout rates, you know, when I say that, the, that they follow interest rates, what I mean by that is to say that as interest rates come up, they might go up. They're not variable in the sense, you know, as in once you get a gift annuity, that is your payout rate, right? But, but what that means is that for, you know, on July 1st of 2022, for example, the payout rates went up. You know, in response to um, to interest rates uh, going up once those payout rates are there, you know, they're set for, you know, they're set for forever. So, for example, we have some folks who, uh, um, you know, got a gift annuity a uh, number of years ago when rates were really, really high and they might be getting 10, 12 percent on their gift annuity um, because they got it when when rates were, were particularly high. Um, so, so now is a good time in the sense that, that rates, uh, you know, have, have increased And rates, quite frankly, you know, if a person has money in a bank CD, for example, getting, you know, a quarter percent or a half a percent or whatever, these can be a great alternative to, uh, to, to that. Sure. Sure. Well, to help take a little bit of the, of the mystery out of, out of this uh,
1: tool, uh, do you have an example you can share with us that kind of shows how this all
2: works? Sure. Um, let me go ahead and share my screen here. Um, I'm actually going to maybe uh, show you first of all. This is just a sort of a conceptual schematic, if you will, of what these look like. And so basically, what you'll see there is number one, a person can make a gift of of cash, of stocks, of bonds, of other securities, etc. So this also can be something that can be used to help avoid capital gains. A person can can you know fund these with appreciated assets, for example, um, cash cash and stocks or bonds are probably the most common things that people uh, fund these with. And then you'll see, as I was referencing, that it it provides this fixed lifetime payments uh, to you over the course of, of one or two lives. And then at the end of a person's life, they, you know, the, the whatever is left in that um, um, goes on to the organizations that they that they wanted to support. So that's kind of a you know conceptual schematic. Here's what it, what it might look like for an actual couple. Um, and so this is just a couple. Um, he is age seventy. She is age seventy four. Um, and they have uh, $10,000 that they want to put into a gift annuity for Everance. $10,000 is the minimum amount that a person can put into a gift annuity. And, and so I'll highlight just a number of numbers on the screen here with apologies for maybe getting a little bit technical. So first of all, Um, As I mentioned, there will be a charitable, you know, a a charitable remainder, there's going to be an amount that goes to charity at the end of at the end of lifetime. And so because that's a future value, that's going to charity, you don't receive the benefit, you don't receive the tax deduction of the entire $10,000 up front, but you would receive um, a tax deduction in this case for their particular ages, you can see that it's roughly forty percent of that um, of that total value, right? So that's kind of the left side of this screen. Then in the middle, you will see that four point nine percent. That is actually the um, payout that is calculated by the American Council on Gift Annuities, which is the the overarching group that, that manages gift annuities and sets policy and, and things like that. Virtually all charities that offer uh, gift annuities use them. And so for a 70 and a 74 year old, they would receive 4.9% for the rest of, of uh, their, of, of both of their lives until the second one of those passes away. And so you can see there in the sort of the bottom middle, um, they're gonna be receiving $490 a year from this gift annuity for the rest of their lifetime. In addition, because a part of that income that they're receiving is actually considered a return of their original principal, a significant part of that um, is they will receive tax-free. And so what that effective payout rate of 6.4% is is doing there is basically reflecting that a person would need to have a taxable investment of 6.4% to net the same kind of four point nine percent, you know, to net them the four hundred and ninety dollars in return or in income, and 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 on this one, I mean, that was just based on the assumptions of tax rates that I put into the illustration. One of the great things that we can do is for an individual or a couple, we can create a personalized illustration that incorporates their ages, that incorporates you know that their tax bracket, et cetera, um, those those kinds of things, and then. As you see over on the right, um, you'll see that you know the payments will continue until the second uh, person passes away, uh, and then the remainder that's in the gift annuity will pass on to charity. With you know, it's outside of the probate process, so it will happen directly. The charity there, you'll see that I list five thousand dollars approximate value. That final amount is going to be dependent on how how long the person lives, right? And so, in our experience in managing um, in managing gift annuities the average has been about 60% of the original value. Obviously, if a person lives a long time, that value would be less than 60%. If a person passes away, you know, sooner than their life expectancy, it might be more than that. And, you know, and, and we don't know when, you know, when the Lord is going to call us home. And so, you know, we can't put a precise number there. And so just for our illustrations, we, you know, we describe it as being roughly half, uh, you know, half or, or, or slightly more. Of that, and so you can see a number of uh, of, of real advantages there that that are happening um, there. I mentioned that the interest rate will uh, will change, and one of the questions that people often have is, "Okay, cool. So, what does it mean for me?" Right. So, here is just a snapshot of what payout rates might look like. Um, on the left hand set, there you will see. Um, This is for a person who gets a gift annuity and wants to, um, you know, start receiving the income immediately. And this is for an individual. I need to point that out. It's an individual as opposed to a couple. So you can see that as a person gets into their 70s and even into their 80s, that interest rate, that payout rate is getting pretty significant. You know, I would challenge. You know, for an eighty-year-old, for example, um, it's a rare place right now where they can get a guaranteed seven percent return. um, You know, on their on their investment. Naturally, if you think about it, a couple because there's two people involved. If there's a seventy-year-old couple that rate is gonna be a smidge below the 5.3% because it's calculated based on, you know, how long two people live as opposed to one. Then over on the right is that delayed payout, the deferred gift annuity that I was talking about. So this is a case of saying, you know, say a person, um, you know, a few years away from retirement, uh, you know, I, I, I just turned 56. Um, so if I, you know, if I would have done this when I was 55, for example, and gotten a gift annuity, um, and chose to wait to have the payout start until age 65, you know, in that case, then I would have a guaranteed payout rate of 6.8% is what it would grow to. If I would wait until age 70, um, you know, it was started at 8.9%, et cetera. So, so you can see how those, you know, increase pretty substantially. So, for example, an immediate payout on a 65 year old, you know, receives 4.8%. If that 65 year old waits five years to receive the income over here, they would receive 6.3%. So you can see that, that the interest rates for these can be pretty substantial uh for folks to to think about. And again, that it's it's that guaranteed piece that uh that could be really attractive for sure. for folks alongside that that charitable gift that they want to make.
1: Sure. Uh two questions come to mind. The first one is let's say that I name a charity A uh, when I set up the uh the charitable gift annuity. Uh five, 10 years later, or whatever I decide, you know, I really would like to switch that to something else. Is that a possibility or is it kind of once you've set it, it's in, it's in stone.
2: Yeah, that's one of the great things about working with an organization like Everance in doing this, right? Because Everence is the charity that is sponsoring this gift annuity. And so, but Everence is, we describe it ourselves as a pass-through foundation or a donor-advised foundation. So what that means is when you set up this gift annuity, the money isn't going to come to Everance in the end. We're going to have a form on file that says, please have, you know, X percent go to my congregation. Please have X percent go to the college that I graduated from, et cetera. And that's what's different about working with Everence because, you know, you could do this with, um, you know, I'll pick on the University of Iowa Foundation or the Iowa State University Foundation. You can likely get a gift annuity with them that would pay out the certain rates, but they are going to receive, you know, naturally, they're not going to allow you to you know, University of Iowa isn't going to allow you to redirect it to Iowa State. Um, sure. You know, and and so that's one of the advantages of working. That's one of the advantages. A second real advantage of working with an organization like Everence is that we actually allow you to split it between a number of different organizations. And so we can have it go, you know, to two organizations, to three organizations, to four organizations. If you did it directly with. Um, you know, with a, um, you know, with another organization that offers it, likely they're, you know, they're going to be the only organization that that you could fund with. Sure. Well,
1: it sounds to me then like from the IRS standpoint, uh, the charitable gift community is set up between myself and Everett's. And that's Correct. really all they care about. Um, Correct. You add another layer to that that's real similar to a donor advised in terms of asking me as the donor to set this thing up, uh, yeah. where would you like it to go? And if you would like to change that, or if you'd like to divide it up into you know more than yeah. one and so we can we can do that for you exactly uh, well. yeah. yeah is it possible to um, make additional deposits into that charitable gift annuity or do I have to do a whole nother one?
2: Yeah, yeah, great, great question. Um, with a charitable gift annuity, because there is this fixed income up front that was defined at that time, right? Um a person can't add to a gift annuity, however. It's a very simple process to establish one of these. And so it's very simple to um, you know, to it to, to create a new one. Um, one of my colleagues refers to uh, folks like that as serial annuitants. They keep uh, they keep doing one. When I was pastoring, I I like to tell the story. When I was pastoring, I remember the day that I was sitting in my office and a gentleman from my congregation came in and said, I have 13 checks that I want to give to to the the congregation because my dad, over the course of a period of time, actually established 13 different gift annuities. And I just sort of have this imagining that at the end of each year, um, dad went in, talked to his reverence consultant and said, you know, I really like my gift annuity. I'd like to set up a new one, you know, based on you know, this, he was the farmer. So based on this year's farm income or, or whatever. Right. And so, um, so yeah, those are, and, and so we, we do have a significant number of people who have, you know, who have established multiple uh, ones of these over a period of time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. I can also see situations where uh, an event happens and you want to include a charitable gift annuity as something. And five years later, you know, something else happens. And so you exactly, like, I can also see, um, but you yeah. do have to start a brand new one each time you're going to set it up rather than being able to add to it, not, not like an IRA where you can, can, yeah. you can make additional exactly. contributions to an IRA. You know, I, I
2: use the example of an inheritance, you know, say a couple, um, you know, they, they receive an inheritance from one set of parents, you know, from one of their parents. Um, and so they establish a gift annuity. And then a few years later, um, you know, the other, uh, you know, the spouse's parents uh, pass away and they receive another inheritance. And so, you know, maybe they have two gift annuities in that in that context sure. Right. Well, this is very informative. So if I wanted to get one of these things started, what would be my first step
1: Lyle?
2: Yeah, um the first step really would be to uh to reach out to someone uh to someone like myself um and and like I said earlier, we can run an illustration then that you know that will identify okay, what is the payout rate for me based on my tax um you know based on my age, what's going to be the amount of of uh, tax deduction that I can count up front, um, you know what's going to be the uh, you know based on my on my tax situation. How does that look in terms of, of things? So we we really we run personalized in, you know personalized uh, illustrations for each person who's asking about them. And then it's really a very straightforward process. I mean it's it's a it's an insurance contract. It's similar to an insurance contract, if you will. And so it's really just a matter of you know I check a very simple form um, est- identifying what are the charities. That I would want to uh, that I would want to support them on passing. So so in comparison to some other kinds of. Uh of uh, both income streams, um, you know, or even a, another tool like a charitable remainder trust, it's a very, very simple thing uh, to do that we could do in a, you know, in a very, very quick time. You know, as we get closer to the end of the year, I mean, it does take a little bit of time, and so I think we, you know, we asked to have these established by, you know, maybe the middle of December, for example, if you want to get the tax deduction in that year. But it's a, sure. it's a pretty straightforward process.
1: Great, great. Well, Lyle, just thank you so much for
2: joining me today. this is this is some good information. Thank you. it's 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 always good to to uh, to be with you and to uh, share some of the exciting ways that uh, that folks can can uh, can be generous often beyond uh, what they what they thought they might be able to be.
1: Amen to that. So if you got any questions for Lyle or if you'd like to learn more about charitable gift annuities, you can see his contact information right here on the screen. You can also find it in the show notes for this episode on our website or you can see it in the description of this YouTube video. So on behalf of Lyle Miller and Partners in Ministry, I wanna thank you for joining us today. And until next time, let's get out there
0: and serve as Christ serves. This has been a presentation of Partners in Ministry, a podcast of Josiah White's Quakerdale Foundation. To learn more and see the show notes for this and other episodes, visit our website. To stay informed of up and coming broadcasts, subscribe to our e-newsletter. To invest in our mission, donate today.